He wasn't gay. That girl's gonna make me fall. Stop. Makes me take my clothes off and go dancing in the rain. You done? And this Please. is Scooby's number 16, and I am Is it? It's not 16, it's 15. It, it's 15? Yeah. Alright, welcome guys. This is episode number 15. 1 5 15 times 1 is 15. Shut up. I'm Zach Hicks. I'm David. And we have a special guest, uh, Kevin Wallace, with us. He is a judge out of Raleigh, right? Yeah, Raleigh, North Carolina. Sweet. Uh, we're the men are men and the sheep are nervous. And, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're from sex. But we're from Bama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. I think you're, mis- you're misconfusing it with West Virginia. We stay away from our family and animals. I know. It was a joke. It's... It was a joke. It was um, a stupid joke. Um, so uh, tell tell the good people who you are and what you do, Kevin. Uh, my name's Kevin. Uh, I'm a L1 at Game Theory here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, I have absolutely no ability whatsoever in Modern because I don't play it. Uh, play No Rug and Legacy, which, as I've been recently told, is dead. So that's awesome. We'll talk about and that today. I'm addicted to Twitter Giant Drafting. Two-headed giant drafting. That sounds. And uh, sounds like me and Zach would like. That would be. <laughs> that would be awesome. We actually. would fight each other. <laughs> like, dude, no, play this. What are you doing? Why are you attacking their creatures with dark favor? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Easy. Easy. Um. Uh. Anyway. Uh. So according to my card here, it says uh, you also enjoy long walks on the beach. <laughs> Depends on how drunk I am, but sure, it's possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> he knows his booze. And and how how hard was it to do Transformers three without Megan Fox? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Michael Bay, Kevin Wallace. It's very similar name. But uh, uh, so you're a judge from Raleigh, and you're addicted to all these. But but how did you get into Legacy? Did you just? Um. Well, at the Star City Games Open in Atlanta, uh, literally we got there about. About five o'clock in the morning, Friday, checked into our room finally by like eight because they were just being stupid. And we woke up for the judge conference and I get out of bed and my L2 in my area, Jason McFarland, looks at me and goes, There's a legacy over in Sunday. You should play. So you've never played Legacy before that? I had never played Legacy before, haven't watched a game. Literally Wow. Like pre scars or um not scars, shards. Didn't really know shit about cards other than the ones I played my EDH deck. Sweet. When did you start playing Magic in general? Uh, about a year ago, actually. Uh, I started off playing uh, mainly Limited and Rise. Uh, my first five weeks in a row, I pulled a Gideon every time, and never since then, I just kind of draft stupid shit. That's pretty awesome. So we've got a newbie. He's about... When did you start playing, David? About the same time? I don't know. I've been playing Legacy... I'm talking about Magic in general. Magic in general... Probably what, what, a little over a year now. Clay. So, so about, about, about a little over a year. Yeah, we have Goose here too, guys. But he's a he's a little uh, shy in the voice. If you catch my he's, drift, he's, he's just been, been uh, he's crying and taking apart his Valakit deck. He, he's been <laughs> he's been giving a lot of throat to the men. If you catch my drift, uh, <laughs> that, that was Goose. Um, 
A little over a year, but yeah, I uh, I immediately went into Legacy. I built Dredge. Me, me, uh, another friend of mine, and me and two other friends. We were like, actually, it was all three of us, wasn't it? All three of us were like, boom, we're gonna go build Legacy because you know the cards don't lose their value. And I built Dredge. Another buddy of mine built Infinity. Another buddy built Combo Elves, and Clay that's sitting right here beside me, he built Merfolk. They were the really shitty Merfolk, wasn't hey, they? you don't say that. I do say that. They, they were in the did. beginning, yeah. It was, it was really janky. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, this is, next you're going to tell me Darkfish is actually a good deck. <laughs> no, Darkfish is terrible. If you're not running Mono Blue Merfolk, you're wasting time. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, what uh, What's our first topic of the day? I, I, actually, I, I know what our first topic of the day is. It, so, no, no, I want to get more into this. So, you went and played in Atlanta. Okay. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. And uh, you just were like, I'm going to try Legacy. You built no rug at the tournament? Well, uh, the the previous Star City Games opened before that, uh, a little while back in Richmond. It was the first event I ever did. It's actually where I got my L1. Um, I, uh, Ricky Hayashi, the head judge for the event, randomly was just like, hey, you're new. You're going to judge the top eight for Legacy. And uh, Jonathan Suganek runs No Rug. So I, I judged his game. I was like, you know what? That looks like that could kind of piss off the opponent. So I was like, sure, <laughs> let's build this. So I walked up to Star City. I was like, here, here's my binders. I want to build No Rug. Rape them. Sunday morning, I have bought the last card I needed five minutes before deck lists were due. Never got to play just the deck once. Wow. I mean, it, it, it can just go, oops. I win. What did what did you how did you end up going in Atlanta? Uh, I got forty eight and uh, found out that I could have done a lot better. Um, Jason Farland, the one I mentioned earlier, evidently my first round uh, I had a really bad migraine with seeing spots and stuff, and I ended up get, winning two zero. But when we turned in the deck slips, um, I registered it as o two to my opponent, and it wasn't caught till halfway through the second round when no one could do anything. So. I went five three or uh, five three one for the day. Should have gone six two one probably. Well, that's but pretty four amazing. Four not bad. That's that is not bad at all for a first time. That's not bad, and, and, and so you went five three one. Yep. That's exactly what I did in my first big legacy event uh, at Star City Atlanta last year. Oh no, it was oh it was Memphis because I didn't get to stay for Atlanta last year. It was Star City Memphis where I played uh, uh, Mud for the first time. I, I went I went four four one, <laughs> but I gave my I I could have went five four one or whatever. That's I gave one. my yeah five three one. I gave my. Then you go three four one drop. You dropped the you didn't play the last round. I didn't play the last. So it's three four one drop. Okay, I could have went four whatever four, four one, but four four one, but I didn't. No no, I went what three four one. You could have went five. You could have went five three one, maybe. Yes. Uh, I get like some guy no rug was like I'm in the top sixty four or whatever the money is uh, if I win this two zero, and I was like, well, I have no chance of making it. It's top thirty two, but. Yeah. And uh, I had like Jace at thirteen counters in game three, and I said mark the slip two zero. I just wanted to. I just wanted to know I could win. <laughs> You're such a nice guy. Hey. You're you're nice to, to strangers, but you're a troll to your friends. Is that how it is? Um, I'm not a troll to my uh, friends. Child to the void. Yeah, shut up. Uh, anyway, let's move on. We had some very, very big news this week. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you've been living under a rock. 
Azure Drake did not get banned this week. I don't understand it. One bit. Like, 2-4 for four I mean, mana. he is literally breaking the format. And he is fine. He's got flying. He he beat he he's beats bl- Dark Confidant. He's blue. He can block Tarmogoyf all day long until at least four things are in the graveyard. Uh, hey, hey, people are just upset because they can't run more than four. Let's all be honest here. Uh, you can't get Middle Misstep. Oh, <laughs> wait. No clue. Wait a minute. Middle Misstep? I don't think we're going to be hearing that those words much anymore. I'm going to be playing four in my standard deck. I'm kidding. But that seems pretty awful. But uh, Middle Misstep got the ban hammer in Legacy finally. I, you know, like it, I was, it feels like it's been there for a year. It does, but like I was telling uh, the the guys at, uh, uh, yesterday when we went to play, mm-hmm. and they were like, some of them were like, Middle Misstep wasn't doing this and wasn't doing that, and some people were like, Middle Misstep was doing this and that, and I'm like, I play a deck that arguably cannot exist. Without middle misstep. Right. And I'm excited about middle misstep not being in the format. The card's not fair. It (laughs) by itself. It's too good. Like, you should at least have to pay three life for that Phyrexian mana minimum. I want to say it was Patrick Chapin that posted this on either Twitter or Facebook. He said, uh, so we had, uh, like seven bannings and 317 unbannings. No, uh, he was like, we had 12 bannings and 3,685 unbannings. Yeah. Uh, Factor Fiction from uh, Vintage and all the one drops in Legacy. So, yeah, Mental Misstep by itself stopped, or I'm not going to say stopped, but hurt uh, five decks off the top of my head. Yeah. Goblins, Merfolk. Goblins, Merfolk. But, like, Clay was all upset. He was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to play Middle Misstep. I'm like, you realize you don't even need it. (laughs) There's no reason. Merfolk doesn't even need it. They had to run it to protect their Aether Balls. That's the only reason reason they were running it. It wasn't to control the opponent. Yeah. They're the one that needs to be controlled. (laughs) See, I'm going to have to have my roommate listen to this because I play No Rug and he plays Fish. And he almost rage quit Fish after Misstep got banned. This is his first Legacy deck, and he only built it like two weeks ago. But he was like, I can't kill it or anything, I can't do anything. And I'm like, okay, well, what are you going to, let's say you keep playing and Misstep, you know, is fine. What would you sideboard against, like, No Rug or Zoo or something? And his response, which to this day makes us all laugh, is, I'd sideboard in four Hydroblasts. Against what? No Rug or Zoo. And his reasoning was, that way he could hit your counters. Like, no, Zoo doesn't run what? counters, but okay. Well, like, like, okay. Hydroblast doesn't do that. There was two. Hydroblast counters red spells. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm aware. Then uh, he said he was scared of Grimlock Mancers. I think the red spell part he was referring to was in the uh, in the matchup, most likely no rug players would sideboard in the... Uh, they they the actually player. take the, you know, no rug takes the, the combo out and goes into a straight up bank control deck. And they rug controller. Yeah, rug control deck, excuse me. And they board in more Grim Lava Mancers and stuff. And Merfolk can't they can't handle a resolve uh they cannot deal lava with a resolve lava mancer. Well, speaking of this, this brings up something that was on our last episode, which our friend Goose pointed out why Gutshot was in that sideboard was to deal with Grim Lava Mancer. Exactly. That's nuts. 
Dude had one grim, uh, one gut shot in his sideboard, and we could not figure out why. And it was lava so he could just kill Lava Mancer. Because if you go turn one Curse Catcher, and they go turn one uh, Grim Lava Mancer, and y'all have a middle misstep, Force of Will fight over, and he wins, it's over. that's the game. Yeah. But like, you're not going to win all after. Lords. He will kill all your lords and eventually resolve a Vendillion Click and a Tarmogoyf, and the game will be over. Well, here's a question to, you know, the kind of cosmos is, what what would you do with a lot of the Mancer per se? Because some of issues I've seen some rogue, no rogue players have is they burn out the Lava Mancer uh, ammunition too fast, which also hurts their Goyf development. Well, what you try to do always when I play Grim Lava Mancer is I try to minimize taking out, like, I try to take out the, the stuff that will not hurt, uh... A Tarmogoyf, and I also try to look at my, I look at my hand too, and I'll go, okay, can I put that sorcery back in the graveyard if I have to burn it off a lava mancer? We'll see. Like I think I was playing Zach about three months ago, and I swung with a Tarmogoyf and had a Grim Lava Mancer, and I for some reason like I needed, like he was gonna win his next turn, and like I needed a sorcery in the graveyard. And I had to burn a like uh, I, I just had to I had to do something crazy where I could still swing with the same amount with Tarmogoyf and Grim Lava answer him pretty much on his upkeep or or that and it was just rough. Well, see, this is my deal with Grim Lava Mancer is you actually like any time that you could activate Grim Lava Mancer doesn't mean that you should activate Grim Lava Mancer. Even if they have, oh, you have a noble hierarch and five lands. I, a lot of people, I've seen people just, okay, I'll uh, end the turn, I'll kill your hierarch, or they'll swing for one. Okay, I'll kill the hierarch so I don't take any damage. And I'm like, what life are you at? Seventeen? Yeah, you shouldn't be killing that noble hierarch. Like, um, if you can get a turn two noble hierarch kill, I, I'm yeah, gonna, that's fine. I'm gonna say go for it. But late game, he's he doesn't do like after turn four. Noble Hierarch's pretty much done everything he's going to do. Yeah. Your, your best fuel... Unless for, it's in uh, Zoo. And Zoo is using them for the Exalted Triggers. Uh, the, the best fuel for Lava Master and No Rug is going to be their fetch lands. By far. Yeah. Right, right. But, but that uh, is amazing that you did so well with uh, not getting to play the deck. But uh, uh, The thing I found that was funny that a lot of people seemed to throw them off was... Uh, I actually, like, walked around and watched some other Norug players play, and a lot of the stuff they did didn't make sense to me, so I would go and ask them why they did it, and the big answer I always got was, well, it's the pro play, and they really didn't want to go any more detail than that. And what seemed to confuse people was, is all these pro plays everyone else was doing that didn't make sense to me, I wasn't doing them. Like, one guy just kind of looked at me like I was crazy whenever I, uh, I opening turn, just green sun for a giant arbor. He was like, why would you do that? I'm like, because I want the creature in the mana excel. He's like, I wouldn't have done that. I would have waited. I'm like, okay. No. So that, 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 that card combo is so good, I put it into my zoo deck so I can have a turn two neither reliquary. So, well, no, it's awesome because I go turn one green sun, get the dryad arbiter, turn two, play the high art, swing with the dryad arbiter, and keep on trucking along. If I got the blue open, I'll either keep it open for something fun or shit. If I'm bored, I'll bring you know brainstorm at the end of your turn just to make sure I'm getting the juicy stuff. So uh, Kevin, I, I just thought about this. Uh, and at Star City Atlanta, 
Did you face a Hothman deck? Uh, I played, I think, one in the, let's see, my first round was Standstill, second round, yeah, I have mine. I think we played each other, bro. Do you? I think so, because I, did Todd Anderson stay, stand behind you? Yeah. Yeah, oh my god! <laughs> this is the guy facing me. He, uh, we, uh, we went back and forth for a while. He, uh, what, what really got him was, uh, game two or game three when I phantasmal imaged his Tarmogoyf. Yeah, I was kind of like, I don't understand. Yeah, Phantasmal Image was in there to kill Progenitus, but I'm like, I have Metamorph in my hand. I don't need this Phantasmal Image. I need well, a Well, I, I want you to know that you are solely responsible for something that some of my friends argue is the, the worst possible card replacement I've done with my No-Rug deck. What'd you do? Just, just for lols, I put Skin Shifter into my No-Rug deck. Yeah, you should probably take that out. Wait, I'm no, responsible? No, I, I tested against, there was an event locally around here with a legacy term, about roughly 40 people. And I found it caught people off guard so much, they didn't really know what to do with it. Like a fish player just flat out goes, I don't want to counter it, it seems really bad. And then I proceeded just to sit there, block his shit with the 08, and then run him the hell over with a 5-5 exalted next turn. Yeah, I mean, skin shifter's okay. I'm not going to say it's a good creature. But I, I'm just wondering, why am I responsible for this? You're responsible for it because after this game, we walk away from the table, and I, I, I look at one of um, the judges there, and uh, he's a friend of mine. His name's uh, Jesus. And I look at him, I was like, why was he playing Phantasmal Image? And he looks at me, and he goes, I don't know, probably to kill your progenitus. I'm like, that seems like kind of a waste. And he goes, no, 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 it's, it's a pro play, I promise. So we go back, and he has the exact same deck. So he, he, he changes, like, three cards to match yours, and we play it up. And every time, it's a dead card. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to put in a random bad card and just to see how well it does. And it's just completely brain-fucked people because they don't expect you to have completely useless cards in a legacy deck. Yeah, like, the image, the Phantasmal image is, is baseline. One mana costs less than Metamorph. Yeah. And you basically just play it. To copy Progenitus to blow it up. It, it's two mana destroy and a Progenitus. Yeah. That's no, 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 destroy it's Miracle, it's destroy Progenitus. Yeah. No, it's a perfectly pro play. Looking back on it, it makes perfect sense. By the time, you know, being hungover, half asleep, and got a migraine from all the way to hell, it just blew my mind for like a straight 20 minutes. I just find it hilarious. Yeah, well, you knew, you had to know he had another one in his hand. That's that's immediately what I would have thought if I was on the play with Rug or Zoo. Yeah, he had a 3-4 Tarmogoyf, and he had already hit me w once with it, and I'm like, I can't keep taking these, especially with Ancient Tomb Outs. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I will I think I ended up losing that game because of, I'm, I'm not sure if it was because of that, but I think eventually he got Vindic and Click, and I got shut out. I ended up winning the match, though. But, uh, oof. All right, so let's, 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 all right, we've, we've That's hilarious that we've, we actually fa <laughs> that faced is each hilarious. other, though. Um, you, 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 let's talk about mental misstep. Let's talk about let's let's talk about mental misstep and how fun legacy seems to be without it. Let's uh let's go over every card that ever countered. No, shut, shut up, shut up. I I wasn't told this podcast was gonna take eight hours. No, no <laughs> righteousness. We're we're usually <laughs> in it for an, about an hour. Um, uh, Noxious revival. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> mental misstep. Street speaker. <laughs> all right, all right. The reason I was saying you, you didn't – I got shut out there for a second. I said no rug was dead, and Zach completely doesn't understand this right now. 
But you 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 might hear no, no rug, hive mind, all these mid rangey combo decks, show and tell, all this other stuff. They existed because the format slowed down about two turns because middle misstep. With middle misstep gone, you can do whatever you want. I can turn three kill you with goblins. Okay. I can I can do it. Well, yeah, I, I I can currently turn three, kill someone with you know the combo, but I mean you're you're right, it is gonna slow everything down, and it's gonna have, it's kind of like what people are doing right now. There's were a lot of big decks that were starting to get super popular, and now people are having to take a step back and go, well shit, I don't know if I want to drop the money into building that now that you know middle misstep's gone, it could completely screw me over. Well, see, my my side of this argument is uh, you have a um, Mike, your speaker's turned up or something, Kevin? Nope. Hmm. I'm <clears throat> echo, but, uh, Hold on, let's see. It's gone. Okay, there it goes. Um, but, but, but to finish my statement right. is, finish yours and then I'll give is my when you have Charmelcher and all these other turn one, turn two decks that just blow you apart now that they can just run out their one drop. Because that, when I'm playing Goblins, if you force a little my vial, I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm never going to lose card advantage to control deck with, with goblins. Okay. And with your hive mind, it's going to even out to where you're going to lose to the now relevant again uh, uh, candelabra deck. What is it? High Tide. High Tide. And you're going to lose to the ant decks that are going to be popping up. Okay. And the Charbelcher decks. Okay. And all the other one mana drop, hey, I win decks. Okay. But... This is my side of the argument. Yes. Before Middle Misstep was printed, the metagame was still pretty much the same as it is now, just without the, the high, uh, no, uh, no rug and, uh, hive mind were not really decks then. No bant was a deck, which no bant might end up coming back because Middle Misstep's gone. Um, yeah, it had Zoo, to run the no bant because, uh, Zoo yeah. was, was tier one. Alright, the tier one decks were Zoo. Um, goblins, Merfolk. Goblins and Merfolk. Go- goblins, they bounce back and forth between Tier 1 and Tier 2. I put them at Tier 1.5. Uh, they're, they're right there in the middle. Um, the uh, uh, Storm was actually Tier 2. People didn't actually play it that much. One, because it, it's kind of a complicated deck. It's, I mean, it's easy to learn. But making the right decisions when you need to is actually very complicated. A lot of, it's not a very popular deck. It is a good deck, though. I, I'm going to say that the Epic Storm, uh, the, the white, the, the five-color version yeah, that, plays, that plays Orange Chant and Silence, yeah. uh, is going to be one of the best decks in this new Legacy format. This, this is my final point, is there will be those decks around. I 100%. I agree with that. But... There will also be all the hate cards that were around. The I, I understand that. All right, which will hate these but decks. But when back the out when the format form. goes back to being turn one, two, and three centric instead of three, four, and five, yeah. like it has been, mm-hmm. your slower combo decks. I was trying to say, uh-huh. get beat by your faster yeah. combo decks, mm-hmm. and people are not going to be playing slower combo decks okay. because they can't beat one third of the field. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, okay. So that being said, now that we you know we've we've kind of established it, 
what would you then suggest to players that play these mid-range combo decks? You know, you can't just flat out say, hey, your deck sucks, quit it and move on. Mm-hmm. I mean, is, is there any advice you would give to them or things that you think they should consider? Well, to I don't even know if Stoneblade is going to be able to be a deck. Because the I don't reason, think it is, actually. The reason they were doing so good is because you go, like, land the coddle, and they're like, middle misstep. You're dead for three turns. You got nothing to do for three turns, and they go Stoneforge into a batter skull, and at that point the game's over. I think Stoneforge is actually going to drop off the map uh, with this because if they were already weak to combo as it is, all they run is Days and Force. Uh, Days and Force doesn't actually just stop anything really anymore. Uh, uh, Storm can just discard all your counter spells. Uh, Charbelcher. They can just uh, wait and Xantid swarm you. Yeah. Xantid swarm, swing. They can green no sun. kill you. Green sun, Xantid swarm, swing out. I win. I yeah. don't think they run green sun, bro. I've seen it. Um, <laughs> uh, if you've seen it, then I, 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 I don't know what to tell the no rug players and the show and tells and the hive minds and the. All right. Uh, I can't think of any of uh, uh, Through the Breach, any kind of deck like that. I, I don't know what to tell you. The, the pattern of rebirth deck. The only thing I can say is main deck hate cards. Ma- is what's gonna have, have to happen? You're gonna have to you're gonna have to be able to beat faster combo decks because you're gonna beat aggro decks as a combo deck because as long as your life's not at zero, you can still combo out and win. These uh these decks are gonna actually have to start playing like either splashing it or uh, converting their deck to have black in it. For discard. For Thoughtseize, for Inquisition, for yeah. stuff like that. Because that is what hurts all these really fast combo decks. Like, so what do you think about possibly then either changing, like, we'll use No Rug, for example, because it's something I'm familiar with. Would you then suggest players switch from No Rug to No Bug, or just splash the black for small amounts of things? I would actually, I would love to see a No Bug list. Alright, what, what color are they cutting uh, red. red. They're cutting. And they're the only the only reason they were using red was to beat uh, they they board in the power blast and then they have like infinite counters in their hand. And that is better against like the hive mind decks, the show and tell decks, and stuff like that. Which I'm actually I'm I would love to see a no bug list. I I played against junk bug and or, or, or junk uh, junk depths and natural order the same deck. It it doesn't actually lose that much. Um, you it loses Grim Lava Mancer, Fire and Ice. Okay. Well, it can play Fire and Ice. But not very You can well. easily just run this as four color. Uh, I don't like four color. No. Wasteland. Way too big. What wasteland? Anyway, but No Bug has Thought Seed. It can have Thought Season Inquisition. It can have Go for the Throat instead of Grim Lava Mancer. It can have Damnation if needed. Would um, you go for the Confidants? Or is that just too greedy? Uh, that progenitus. Is, that's a little too greedy. Pop I mean, yourself for 10 from Progenitus <laughs> seems real bad. Uh, um, if you're drawing Progenitus, you've lost the game anyway. Uh, well, that's what Brainstorm's for. You put it back. Oh, okay. All right. Fine. I'll like, give you that one. Like, when you... Like, I was uh, facing... I was facing against uh, Tanak Zing, the guy that actually top forward or top aided the Legacy Tournament that day. Oh, yeah. Tanak's an awesome player. I, I was playtesting him uh, in at, at the Judge Conference with my Hotline deck. And I won one of the games, and he's like, oh, I, I drew... Like, he's from China, so obviously he has the Chinese accent. And he's like, oh, I drew the progenitus, I lose. And I'm like, you have Brainstorm in hand, too, right? He's like, yeah. Like, you also have Natural Order? Yeah. Those, those kind of go together, man. He's like, 
Oh, they didn't even think about that. It's just really awkward. Like, if you brainstorm, you're like, oh, yeah, all right, I'm going to switch it up and dig because I've got to brainstorm. And then your top three cards are, you know, not green creatures and not shit you could shuffle your library with. Then you're just kind of like, uh, uh, awkward. Well, I mean, it turns into from four mana natural order to you five know, mana natural order. I've been trying to brainstorm more as a sorcery than an instant just to dig. Mainly because mono blue, I don't have to dig really like that sometimes. Like, I'm just sl- slowing the game down, but mm-hmm. you have just better options when you play uh, Brainstorm as sorcery on your turn. Unless sometimes. it's in response to someone. If someone goes Thoughtseize and you have natural order and, like, the win in your hand, you Brainstorm in response and you put it on top of your deck. Yeah. But, like, if you're just... Turn one, two, or three, you know, just like trying to figure stuff out. You can go, you can go land brainstorm. Now, back on. Back, Why not? Yeah. Back on uh, the subject of Mental Misstep, since this is the main subject for the day, is uh, Mental Misstep getting Banhammer. What stops Dredge from just overtaking everything? They guarantee win game one every time now. There's nothing that can beat them game one. Um, uh, other than them getting really unlucky. I, I can beat them. I run three main board surgical extractions. <laughs> Other than the really shitty uh, mass decks, like they <laughs> they just go uh, gemstone ma- not mana stretch mana stretch. There's no reason mana stretch is gone. Anymore. Yeah. Now with beat mental misstep, that's where he was being ran. Gemstone mine, putrid dump, go. They don't have force. They lose. No. Actually, as as a force of will player, you don't counter Putrid Imp. You counter the Dread Return, and you counter the uh, Cabal Therapies. That's the two cards you counter. Actually, oh actually, my god, Cabal Therapy gets... The, actually, the only two out. cards you counter with force of will against Dredge is Dread Return and Cabal Therapy. And it's only if Cabal Therapy, you the, like the player you know is going to like nut out on you. Yeah. Like, I, I, there's just so many decks now. Just think about, like I, I, I don't even know what a sideboard's gonna look like for whatever deck I play. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna play mud. I'm pretty sure my goblins deck still has the same metagame. <laughs> like my my mud sideboard is gonna look wonky as hell because now there's just a hundred more decks to think about. Like oh, goblins. Well, I mean not specifically goblins because I'm I'm pretty good against goblins. Formful engine just shuts that deck down. It's but, not fun. But uh. So, speaking of Cyborg, what what do y'all think about the new craze that people are going on about that that new Snapcaster Mage is just going to completely blow up the Legacy decks? I honestly don't think so, because of the fact that uh, the only thing it actually, like, comboed with got banned. Snapcaster Mage and the Middle Mist stuff was going to be big. Yeah, like, I was telling Zach, I play Mono Blue Control. I don't know if, if you know the whole deck's, like, list, but... Basically, you shave off one of, like, your three counter spells for three Snapcaster Mages. And you effectively have six Middle Missteps, six Force of Wills. No, no, not Force of Wills, because that's the thing about, that's the bad part about Snapcaster. I, I will be you sitting there with ten get, mana if the game is so long. Well, I mean, yeah. Flashing Snapcaster, okay, target that, tap five. I'm not talking about Shady Blue decks. I'm talking about the Tier 1 decks. Snapcaster Mage actually just doesn't do that much. People are, like, blowing their loads about this. 
I actually think it's going to see more play in Standard than it is in Legacy. Because... Let's let's be real honest with ourselves. Okay, what counter spell? What what spells are you going to be flashing back in Legacy with Snapcaster? Other than Dismember, uh, I can't really think of any off the top of my head. This is going to be a Vintage card. This is going to be the card for Vintage. What did the What does it get back in Vintage? Literally everything. Like what? Name one. Ponder, Brainstorm, Fact or Fiction. All those uh, restricted things that you're going to have. Yes, that now you can have three. A four of? Uh, no, maximum of two because it gets exiled, bro. Yeah, that's fine. They would have never been able to play that again without Yogma. Anyways, now you, you, you I, will give, I will give you the fact that Snapcaster Mage and Ancestral Recall seems broken as shit. And Time Walk, but it's okay. So <laughs> vintage is absolutely the worst format there is ever. I will go with Commander, but let's continue. <laughs> You're not my friend anymore. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Snapcaster Mage, I think everybody's just getting their... I think there's a lot of speculation. Preemptive loads ready, and it, I'm I'm not seeing it. I mean, I could see it... They're pre-selling for $30 a piece. 25 yeah. No, 30, 30, 100 foil. I went I went to try to pre-order three for my standard deck. They're third, like, Star City sold out at 25 uh, I'm gonna, uh, Star, Star City's got about 30. I'm, I'm yeah. actually Why would second. you ever buy anything from Star City, number one? Where else are you going to pre-order this stuff? You can't literally pre-order other yeah. things like that. I'm pretty sure I can. Either way, regardless, I went and like only other place I could find was like Channel Fireball had some. They had like they had plenty, but they were all like 30. Have and you like, tried Card Kingdom? I have not. Card Kingdom sometimes is pre-ordering, but I, they, they tend to try not to. Simply because that's what pre-ordering is. It's major speculation. And they've got ripped off in the past. Well, I'm actually just going to, like, wait until I get my box. Because I'm going to pre-release and I'm just going to trade hard to all the noobs that don't even know what the hell they're looking at. I'm going to, I'm probably, are you going to go to the release too? Yes, I'm getting three to four play sets of this card. When you you get the release, I'm going to need you to bring me back my box. Okay. And my buy box promo. All right. We could have said that off the cast, but... No. No, bro. You, you, you I felt the need to bring this into the cast. Okay. Um, he wants everyone to know. That way people at the release will literally nag you go, hey, did you pick up Rose box? Yeah, like, when we go to States... I'm opening it on this kitchen table when I get home. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, yeah. No. Then you probably I'll need get to Duffy it. to bring it to me, though. All right, then. All right. Um, so, anyway. All right. So, our mid-range deck of the week is going to be our goblins because... Uh, we're, we're celebrating the band of Mental Misstep. There are a handful of people that don't like Mental Misstep being banned, but I think a, major, a vast majority are very happy with this. Yeah, I mean, it was choking a lot of longtime Legacy players out of the format. They yeah. just did not want to play. They're like, I don't want to play. Like Chapin, Too but, many free counters. Chapin actually posted a thing on uh, Twitter. He said, uh, Mental Misstep, Jace the Mind Sculptor, and uh, Ancestral Visions. I'm so proud of all of you. You've all got these all so good blue cards that gotten banned. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm very happy this gone. Well, uh, all I'm saying is you can't have these dumb decks with days, force of will, and mental misstep. Yeah. And there's <laughs> they just counter everything until you have no hand, and then they start playing. Yeah. But uh, so we're gonna be doing goblins today in celebration. You will see this deck at uh. Star City, Nashville, soon. So, yeah, you're uh, going to see it in a top eight soon. Which we can go ahead and talk about that, too, before we do this. Is uh, 
Let's see. Nationals in two weeks? What? 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 All right. Three weeks. All right. No, no. Nationals uh, next weekend, actually. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's the uh, first weekend of October. Today's only the... I know. Wait. God, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm a week behind, man. I'm, I'm thinking this is release weekend, not pre-release weekend. Yeah, this yeah. weekend's pre-release. The next weekend's the release, and then the next weekend's <laughs> Nashville. Yeah, yeah the next week. weekend is states, right? And that's the week after Nashville is states. All right, so let's let's. I I don't think you can take Nashville because it is going to be the next biggest legacy tournament. Is there no more Star Cities until then? I don't believe so. Oh yeah, you're right. No, the, Nashville is the next release. one. Na- Nashville is the next one, and I don't think this is a barometer like. When you see a top eight and there's no stone blade, no no rug, it's not like, oh, fuck it, time to unsleeve everything and get mad and say, blah, blah, blah. Well, see, this is a format where literally any deck can win this. Any deck can literally, win this. Uh, like, I, I think you're not really going to see a domination of the top eight or even the top 20 of certain decks because I think at least half the people, especially your players that are just getting into legacy and don't know the old school legacy that well, are going to still try run their decks one more time because they're not going to accept dropping the two and a half grand on their decks or whatever they put into it, and you know just going, hey, I'm going to give it up. They're going to wait until they get their face bashed in and they have to face the full bar truth. Like I could actually see just like a really piece of crap deck just going in there and top sixteen and easy. Like, yeah, uh, we're, I'm going to try to get Roy, which Roy's one of my judge friends. I'm going to try to get him to start playing Legacy and go in with all in infect, going with the. There's no middle misstep. Yeah, no middle misstep. That middle misstep kill would literally kill that deck. Yeah, it goes turn one, forest, listener elf, turn two, invigorate, berserk, win. Yep. Dead yet? And the the deck I'm building, I have free reign. Yeah. Like, I just go, like, Dreadnought turn two, and you're like, ugh. (laughs) Ugh, can't wait. I'm not gather specimens. No! I'm actually kind of thinking about... Is Dreamhalls banned still? Dreamhalls. I'm sure it's something that's not good with I, I don't think it actually is banned. I would actually like to try a Dreamhalls deck in Legacy. Yeah, I'm going to look this up now. But like, Speaking of banned things, can someone explain to me why Green Sun was banned in Modern? I I've heard this. nothing but gripes and moans about it. I don't play Modern, so I don't really know the effect it has on the format. I got this. All right, this was actually from the the article that was explaining the bannings. Green Sun was not an overpowered card. That's not why it got banned. It was banned because it just negated so many other green cards. There was no point in running Rampant Growth when you could just Green Sun for zero and go get Dryad Arbor. There's no point in running Court of Calling because you could just Green Sun for two and go get Tarmogoyf. Like, when you're cutting a Tarmogoyf for a Green Sun's in it because it's going to be a Tarmogoyf, that means something's well, kind of good. I really liked it because it made it actually made a lot of green decks uh, viable because they could be like, oh, it's turn three. I guess I should green sun for Gaddock Teague so you can't play your Jace next turn. I know Jace isn't in the format, but that's my rough example. So, I mean, it, like, I really liked it. It was a toolbox card. It was a ramp card. It was a fatty and it also shuffled back into your library, and you could use it again. Like, if you were running green and modern, there was literally no reason to run yeah. not to run it. I had two in my deck, and I don't even need them, really. Which is why they, they knocked it out. Because they were like, we were tired of seeing forests that ran green suns in. If you're going to run a toolbox deck, 
Run a toolbox deck. Not one card that's a, that does all the toolboxing for you. Is All the wishes are legal, right? No? No. Uh, the only wish that's legal is Glittering Wish. Okay. Which, I love Glittering Wish. I would like to actually build a Glittering Wish deck. Um, the uh, Project X runs Glittering Wish. Yeah. Um, what, what are you building for modern, uh, big guy? Uh, you know, to be honest, I'm not really sure. I, I just recently got into Legacy, and so modern's a little bit out of my range as far as, uh, you know, what to expect. Uh, something I found interesting watching, uh, I think it was, I think it was Philly. Was that the first big modern event, Philly? Yeah, Pro Tour Philadelphia. Yeah, was, uh, the damn Burning Shoals deck. I was like, that, that looks like that could be really fun. You know, and then... It was then Blazing it. Shoals, yeah. They yeah, Blazing Shoals got banned. Or Blazing Shoals, yeah. I was just like, okay, moving on. How about how about Cloudpost? Well, no, Cloudpost got banned. Um, hmm, I don't know. Thunder Twin. Oh, wait, Thunder and Preordain's gone. Well, you, you know the reason, like, I didn't even think about this until I was listening to, uh... uh I can't remember who it was, but the reason that, like, all the pros are bringing in these I win turn two, turn three decks... Is because if you don't win on turn two or turn three, you lose on turn four to Cloudpost. Yeah. So they had to find a way to beat Cloudpost. Yeah. Now so Cloudpost was warping the entire format. Well, I mean, they would probably do that anyway because okay, having a consistent turn two win with like Blazing Shoal, that's stupid. Like what? if it was an inconsistent deck, like the old Mountaineer deck, like. The original Blazing Shoal deck was called Mountaineer Dead. This was years ago, and it went Mountain, Tap It, Raging Goblin, Blazing Shoal Pitching, uh, Myojin of Cleansing Fire, or uh, the Red Great. Myojin, and Blazing Shoal Pitching Red one, Swing 21. And that's how, that was the Mountaineer Dead deck on turn one win. But uh, like if it was like that still, I'd be fine with it. But now that there's Infect... That cut, cut, cuts it out to what a two or three card combo. Two. I mean, you just need a you just need a two blazing shoal and a ten cost. Yeah. Or summoner's pack for that matter. Summoner, yeah, you're gonna win. And you can transmute your Tolaria West. Go get summoner's pack. Summoner's pack for Reaper King or Progenitus, and pitch that to your thing. And Glistener Elf kills everybody forever out. I I gotta say, if I'm gonna get into modern, most likely I would wait about another year. Is I feel like Magic didn't playtest modern enough and figure out what exactly they didn't want in the format. So now they're just kind of like, all right, we're going to scan the top four or five decks for the next couple of months and ban things as we needed. And I don't honestly think some of the things they're banning will likely stay banned in the long run. Well, they were talking about, like, they didn't want to they, – they're not really banning things based on power level. They just don't – they really don't want degenerate turn two, turn three consistent – uh, kills, but with Cloud Post, it was actually overpowered because it was it was an inevitable it was an inevitability. It was like okay, they can actually hard cast Emrakul on turn four. That's that's absolutely nuts. That's broken. Yeah, it's actually a deck in Legacy. It's not a very good deck because Wasteland exists, but it's it's still a deck in Legacy because they just play out Force Will and control you until. They're like, oh, okay, here, uh, Emrakul, Hardcast, turn four, five. Yeah, I was, I've been uh, following the ban thread on Salvation, and like, there's this one guy that just would not stop complaining about Cloudpost being banned. He was just like, oh, Cloudpost was so okay, it was so uh, balanced. And uh, the, we're like, okay, whatever, it's done, it's gone. And he's like, 
all Cloud Post players are going to do now is just go to Urzatron. And we're like, okay, that's perfectly fine. Do you know how hard it is you to, to get three different pieces of the of lands? You have to devote... Alright, all right, Cloud Post had to run 12 lands that did the same things. One, none of the Urzatron lands gain you 8 life when you play it. That's what Glimmer Post was there for. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're playing too. <laughs> Uh, Glimmer Pose gain 8 life. Next turn, Vesuvo copying Glimmer Pose gain 9 life. <laughs> yeah, you can't kill me for another 7 turns. But, <laughs> Urzatron, okay, let's just say you get the nuts and you go turn 1, Urza piece. Turn 2, the second Urza piece. Turn 3, the third Urza piece. Turn 4, the fourth Urza piece, which happens to be the one that taps for 3. At maximum, you have 3, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 mana on turn 4. You will never cast Emrakul with that kind of mount on turn four. I thought tap for 15 when you assembled all of them. No, it's three, two, and two. Urza's mind taps for three, I think. It's either mine no, or I thought it, I thought it said when they are all in play, mm-hmm. you can tap them all. No, no, no. They, tap, they, have, they have an ability that says tap for one each. And then two of them have an ability that says uh, as long as you control this piece and this piece... This taps for two. But the Urzatron plays, uh, that deck doesn't play out Emrakul. They play Sundering Titan. They, they play Sundering Titan, they play Tooth and Nail, they play all that stuff. Which is completely <laughs> fine as compared to ca- hard casting yeah, Emrakul. Yeah, hard casting Emrakul is the problem. An Emrakul on board is not that bad. Urzatron, like green blue Urzatron, will be a deck in modern. Will it be good? Who knows? But I would not be surprised to see. They need to unburn Chase. No, they don't. All right, no. You're absolutely crazy. The, yeah, I, I totally... Goose, explain why that look is on your face. Whose side are you on? Not Jace's. Yeah, Not there you much. go. <laughs> Jace does Kevin, do you think Jace should ever be unbanned in any format it's banned in? All right, let's start with the fact I, I came in post-World Wig Apocalypto, you know, into the era of where Jace was already a god card. Oh, you know, you, so you've never actually experienced a non-Jace format, really. Oh, so, no, no, no. Until like, standard. Like, I've to play some. I have a lot of people, like, both my roommates have been playing Magic for 10 years. So there'll be times where we'll just dick around and play with their old decks they never took apart. So, like, you know, I remember I remember seeing $700, you know, Alara decks, all this other crap. So do I think Jace should ever be unbanned? In modern. I- I would like to see it unbanned simply because I like the card. Should it be? Well, no. That uh, I'm not going to hand the baby a lit firecracker. <laughs> That's an awesome metaphor. <laughs> well, well like, here's here's my here's here's my semi rebuttal. I don't think that you can un. All right. Here's what I was telling someone. They were like, I don't understand why Bitter Blossom Visions and all this is banned right now. And I said, okay, let me put it to you this way. You're Average player, let's just say Zachary Hicks. That's me. Uh, he looks at a format, and he's like, I'm not, I might want to get into that. And he sees a few top eights. It's all fairies. All those decks have Bitter Blossom, Jason Mind Sculptor, Chrome mm-hmm. Mots, Dark Confidant. No. And he goes... They didn't run Dark Confidant. All right, he, all, right, all those decks are going to have a variation of those cards. Oh, if all that was legal, yes. Yeah. And he goes... There's no way in hell I'm playing that format. I can't invest that much money, and I don't like playing controlly type decks. What they're doing now is they're getting everybody invested in this format by letting the average player look at it and go, Oh, I can play whatever I want. 
and then they're going to slowly unban all this stuff when the format is ready. I don't. All right, I will give you ancestral visions. I would. I, would, I, I could see Bitter Blossom getting unbanned. I, okay, if Bitter Blossom, Bitter Blossom is only good when Chrome Box is in the format. No. Yes, you are absolutely. No, when I go turn one crazy. Bitter Blossom, you cannot do anything pretty much the rest of the game until you take care of Bitter Blossom. You are crazy. You've never played against a fairy deck, man. What? what they what? could not. You can't do anything. Like Chromox doesn't even matter. They just turn one Thought sees you. Turn two Bitter Blossom. When you go, when you face a fairy deck and they go turn one Thought sees, turn two Bitter Blossom. Your win percentage, I'm not even joking, is 20%. <laughs> I'm not even joking. You're, you, if you somehow come back from them going turn one thought sees, turn two bitter blossom, you're playing some kind of god deck, or you are the luckiest mf in the world. See, I'm the kind of guy. No, no, at that point, I, I think you just honestly, you need to do the pro move, you need to push your chair back from the table, flip the table, and yell judge. <laughs> on yourself. On, on to get yourself a DQ. I'm the kind of guy that I want to play. You DQ me, because there, there's no way I'm coming back from that. <laughs> I'm the kind of guy that I just... I, I, don't, I want all this stuff on band, and I want to play the, the stupid I've, shit. I've actually scooped to that. I've, like, they go turn one Thought Seize, take my Volcanic Fallout. I go, okay, land, go, and they go turn two Bitter Blossom. I'm like, yep, game two. Side in, Great Sable Stag. Side in, uh... Because they're going to be like, Miss Bond, Vendillion Click. Yes. And I want to do all of that! Vendillion Click was actually probably the weakest part of the deck. Like, they used to... It was Cryptic Command and all the other shit. Cryptic Command, Miss Bond Click was what did it. I would be totally fine in unbanning Bitter Blossom if they banned Miss Bond Click. No, I I think the thing we got to focus on is the fact... If you if you unban Jace, and I think it's also part of the reason why they banned it in the first place, I gotta agree about the trying to make it a non-scary format. And even players that have just got into Magic or have been playing Magic for a long time, everyone knows Jace has somewhat of a legacy to him about being a big powerhouse. And they're gonna first thing they're gonna do is go. Well, this is a format where people can use older cards that are broken. I have know nothing about. And then on top of that. They can play Jace, something that's really expensive, and me as a player just getting into it? No, I just got done dealing with them in standard. I don't want to mess with this. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like I said, All right, if you look at the current ban list, other than the shit that is completely broken, like uh, Cloudpost and Blazing Shoal and the uh, Ponder Preordains, I don't think that the format's ready for that. Like I said... In six months to a year, you might see like, oh, uh, we think the format's progressed enough to where we can take Bitter Blossom and put it back into the game. We're gonna try this out. If it do- we don't feel that it's right, we're gonna reban it. You gotta, you gotta also figure out modern is a brand new format because there's no control deck right you, now. It's like, ridiculous. I don't, even, I don't even remember the last time they were like, okay, new format. They tried it with with extended when they turned it into double standard. Extended. Oh, let's, yeah, let's let you talk about overextended. Yeah, they 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 absolutely screwed that up. Like the only I think the only reason why extended is still actually a a, a, a format right now, like why they actually when well, it's the same reason sealed blah 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 is a no, no 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 is because they actually promised extended grand prix. Uh, last year. They said, next year we will have extended Grand Prix. And then they thought, oh, let's do modern. 
Which I'm really hoping Grand Prix to, uh, Nashville is modern. Like, just saying. Because that would be amazing. But, uh... Um... I, I'm really looking forward to modern. I'm looking forward to Legacy. I'm looking forward to, uh... Yeah, like, I brewed a pretty cool deck, and nothing got banned. Like, somebody uh, pointed this out. Star City Games Nashville is going to be the first big event for a lot of players in a little while. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be new, a brand-new standard format, brand-new modern format, and a brand-new Legacy format. And a brand-new limited format. Because of Innistrad. I don't think you can really count Nashville... Because Nashville is going to be where people are honestly going to be either testing the waters or they're just going to want to try and see if the stuff they like playing and used to play can still be played and them not get their face shoved in. Like, I'm looking forward to what uh, – I'm judging uh, Nashville, the standard portion. I'm looking forward to watching and uh, and really railroading that because – I'm playing both. You're, for- the, you're on the judges for Nashville? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, I actually might see you there then. Uh, Jason McFarlane, my L2, is going to be there. And I've talked to uh, Ricky and uh, Saban. And if uh, they still need help on Saturday, I may actually be there. But I'll definitely be playing in the Legacy event Sunday. Sweet. But, That's uh, great. Uh, I don't know. Have you been reading anything about what No Rogue's going to be cutting for the four middle misstep spots? Not really. Um, no one, no one really seems to have a concrete idea. I've seen a couple of ideas, and I think really it's going to be one of those you're just going to have to slam your head against the wall and hope something breaks through. All right, you guys were running four days, this right? Yeah. Uh, well, most decks are running for some reason. They were some were running two and some were running three. From the get go, I run four simply because, well, I'm just a greedy bastard. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you're going to have to run four fours, four. Four uh, days now. Well, see, that that was actually what... I, I tried to say something earlier uh, when we were talking about this, but I couldn't really get into the conversation, is when you asked me uh, what we were supposed to tell to your roommate uh, that he was playing Mental Missteps, and now that Mental Missteps going, what is he supposed to play? Play four? Uh, is he already playing four days? No, no. Merfolk list cut to three. Yeah, they should definitely run they four, go to four They go back to four. They run go to four... Four uh, curse catchers. Four curse catchers. And, and that's four, all you need. And four force of will. Now, How do you get through that? It's kind of bad, but something I've seen popping up uh, that in playtesting seems to possibly work Kira? is some people are running spell pierce. Fantastic. But uh, stop arguing amongst yourselves over there. This is a podcast. We're professionals here. We're not really. Ah, don't string tease me. Anyway, um, we're going to take a quick pause. We're going to come back with our. But our, no, I almost said it. It's almost our, budget day. It's, it's not really, but it mid, actually is pretty budget. If you think, if you look at it, legacy as a whole, it is budget. This is actually a budget deck compared to a lot. Um, but uh, we'll be going to break, guys. Uh, we will see you here shortly. Yep. Okay, everyone, we're back here. It's me, uh, Day Day, and uh, Kyle, or not Kyle, but Kyle, really? Zach. I always get them mixed up. Yeah, because we do look kind of the same. <laughs> It's me, Zach, here, and uh, our guest, uh, Kevin, who is a uh, level one judge from Raleigh, North Carolina, who just uh, happened to just be like, yeah, I want to podcast with you guys, and I I said, sure, why not, bring it. (laughs) But our our mid-range deck for the week, and we're only doing this because Middle Middle Misstep got banned, and this deck is, when I say the word Middle Misstep, 
the deck that you think got hurt the worst behind it has to be this deck. Yeah. Uh, uh, second. High, high Tide got absolutely obliterated. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. This, this yeah. is a full okay. second. Being told you have, like, you know, a couple of, you know, about a thousand some odd dollars worth of useless cardboard, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm mine's like, oh, my candelabras, no! <laughs> I'll put them on my EDH. I wonder, I wonder how low they went. Uh, they, went, they went down to about two, about two twenty. Yeah. Oh, so not that much. No, no, because I, I posted on on uh, something. I was like, buy your candelabras now before they go back up. And I go and look at them, and like the lowest one I could find was like two forty. I'm like, jeez. Like, I know. I still love the guy that was trying to get rid of a uh, hundred dollars worth of foil metal mess steps. Yeah, yeah. He said, "Who wants to buy a hundred foil or a hundred dollars worth of foil mess ups?" And somebody then posted after Wayne. Oh, wait, he has 100 full mental missteps? I'll buy him. No, I'm pretty sure uh, full mental missteps are still going to be they're, they're still They're still holding value at 30. Vintage players like them. Yeah. Yeah, vintage kind of has to have them, and standard. It's going to be a card and standard. I don't actually It is going to be a card and standard. It's going to be a card and standard. Like, the card it. is banned in Modern Legacy, and I'm sure it was on a look. It, it, actually, everything is a zero drop or a three drop in vintage. Yeah, I don't think it it it, it, it counters the restricted cards. Yeah, it counters rest- uh, recall, ponder, brainstorm, yeah. preordain. Pon- ponder or pre one of the pre preordain or ponder got unrestricted. Pretty sure it was no. ponder. No, not in legacy or in vintage. I mean, only thing that got unrestricted in vintage is factor fiction. That's four. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that card's nuts. But all right, our Deck for this one is goblins, and yeah, I'm gonna leave this one up, like this is this is the deck. This is like the deck that I wanted to play when I started playing Magic, and I was like, this is I love this deck. I love goblins. I love all the arts on the cards. I love what the deck does. It bashes face in with little dudes, and I like it. Uh, have you ever played against this deck, uh, Kevin? Uh, I, I've played it once or twice, but in all honesty. It was not in, you know, any kind of regulated event. I think I was digging around with a, uh, a standard deck, maybe, when I played it. So, not, like, enough to care. Yeah. Well, this deck used to be, like, the, oh, you're playing that deck. deck. I, I'm pretty screwed now. Yeah. <laughs> like, it can easily have the game won by turn two or three. Mm-hmm. Like, not like, oh, you're at zero life, I win. Like, board state-wise, game's over. What are the three main cards in this deck? Uh, Aether Vial, Goblin Lackey, and I want to say Goblin Ringleader. That's it. Uh, I feel much more comfortable when I have a Ringleader because I feel like I can't lose. Ringleader's a, almost a draw three, draw four. Yeah, especially because... with Vial. It's like, here, I'm just going to draw three for no reason. Yeah. Uh, Matron is also really Matron's good because it goes and gets you Pile Driver, Ringleader uh, If you've never seen this deck You probably haven't been playing Legacy uh, For a really long time mm-hmm. But this is a deck That was A mainstay Like this was When you thought of Legacy you thought of Goblins, Merfolk Zoo, Dredge Affinity, all these other Bullcrap Crazy decks, Countertop Uh the uh, countertop <laughs> with the 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 countertop. That's another deck that's going to be popping back up, by the way. Yeah, is top uh, countertop Thopter Foundry. Yeah, it, 
I I don't know why Thopter Foundry Sword of the Meat combo is banned in Modern either. Uh, it was absolutely broken. It was the win con for the deck. The deck beat you on turn twelve. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't win before then, you suck. Well, aggro decks could not exist in that. Anyway, this isn't about. All right, all right. We're, this is about goblins. All right. And if you don't know, the, it probably has one of the best removal spells in Legacy. It's an in unc- goblin incinerator. It's it's an uncounterable that. <clears throat> You can do some crazy combat tricks with it. What I, I what I really want to happen, what I re- really love to see, if you play goblins in Nashville, is for s- somebody to show and tell an Emrakul when you go in a turn in goblin incinerator, cycle it, kill your Emrakul, have like sixteen goblins on the board. Go goblin! I'm pretty sure that's gonna be impossible. <laughs> but what I would do is probably be like matron for a uh, a uh, sting scourger, sting scourger the. The Emrakul, Swingford, whatever, I win. Uh, the deck runs a core of these cards. You have to have these cards, and you can differentiate according to your metagame. But you have to have these cards. You have to have four Gem Palms, four Goblin Lackey, four Goblin Matron, four Goblin Piledriver, four Goblin Ringleader, four Goblin Warchief, two Siege Gang Commander. And a four aether ball and a mismatch of uh, goblin or, or mog war marshal. Um, the deck I run is red green. Uh, there running, are also red black versions. There are, I was going to get to that red green and it splashes the green so underwhelmingly for one card. Uh, in the main board, uh, Ten Street Hooligan, which can just blow someone out of the water if they're not ready for it. Uh, and also for three, Cross and Grip in the sideboard. Uh, Cross and Grip being uh, you're only out to some decks. Uh, I can think of a few, but Moat, uh, Moat used to be real. Uh, GTA, stuff like that. Like, if you, if you, Closing Grip of GT with like four counters on it, they are in a really bad spot then. Yeah. Uh, it, I've done it because people, like, they try to get really cute with their JIT. Mm-hmm. Omen Machine. Yeah, and no, and JIT just will win games against Goblins. He, like, it's the best card against Goblins. Closing Grip on Omen Machine seems good. Yeah, that does seem good too. Um, <laughs> Not Omen. <laughs> uh, I'm running a, kind of a combo in the deck too. I'm running one Cert Prospector. And one goblin sharpshooter, which allows you to. Oh, oh, you're at ten life. Let me go ahead and fix that for you. I'll play a goblin, sack it, ping you for two. Play a goblin, blah 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 blah. Yeah, repeat, rinse and repeat. When you oh, you tap it, do one damage. Sack the goblin, it untaps, does damage. So. Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> I was just making sure you didn't. Know, didn't yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you can easily just if someone's got you like like stalled out. Like, a lot of times, like, if you're playing against Enchantress, they would be sitting there and they'd play a moat, and you're like, oh shit, and they're like four life, and they'll stabilize. With this card, you can just matron for the sharpshooter and kill them. So, uh, it runs... Oh, I'm sorry, were we, were we playing Magic Hatter? He filled out my slip and was ready to turn it in by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Enchantress used to be really huge because it would just... St- stall out the game until they would just crush you. 
But uh, for Aether Vial, if you don't know what Aether Vial is, you need to get out from under the rock that you live in. Um, it allows you to like play multiple stuff, like uh, end of their turn violin, like a a I like the violin ringleader into their turn, matron, and, and, the, and matron, and all this other stuff, to where I can just blow them out in one turn. See, the weird thing about the, the goblins deck is it actually depends on the pilot as to how you play with it. It it, it does. I've watched Danny play with his deck, and he's good at the deck. And then he let me play with it, and I was doing it very well too. But I was playing completely different from the way he plays, and we were both doing very well with it, doing our own little things. He said, like, I was doing stuff, and he was like, I would have never thought of doing that. Well, I mean, if you want to watch a good Goblins player, if, you wanna, if you're thinking about building this deck, playing this deck, trying this out, building it for your playgroup, whatever, because this is going to be a deck because Middle Mist Up's not in the format. Right. And this deck is pure advantage. You will your, see this in Your opponents will be sitting there with two or three cards in hand and some stuff on board, and you'll be sitting there like, oh, look at me with my seven cards in hand. You know, mm-hmm. and you've got like twelve goblins on board, and they're like, oh, well, "It's just it's rough." Uh, so, so how awesome this deck is is like not arguable at all. Like it sounds amazing. The deck, so. it's all right. The deck is a glass. It's it's not a glass cannon deck like you would think it is. It's it's like a faux glass cannon because it can be easily stopped, but it also can just blow people out. Uh. Really, I think that's the definition it's of really. Stop it. How do you stop it? You play combo. Like <laughs> control can't beat this deck game one, um, unless they're running right to God. I have a full hand of goblins and a vial. Oh, nice wrath! I'll vial out all this stuff. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is wrath of God is the only chance they have. Yeah, um, multiple combo like dredge is pretty much like back in the day. Dredge couldn't beat this deck because they've main boarded for. Uh, Mog Fanatics, and you would just, the minute they would dredge some stuff, and you saw bridges, you would just pop the, the Mog Fanatic and kill their bridges. Uh, you can still do that with the Prospector, it's just not as Yes, consistent. like if I'm playing against Dredge, uh, like one of the guys at the, our shop plays Dredge, and, and I actually uh, would like try to purposely have a Cert Prospector, that way I could go like land Cert Prospector, and he would be like, Whew, I don't think I can win now. Sudden death. <laughs> they they almost can't win then. It's so crazy how one creature being able to be put in your graveyard will stop Dredge. And but this deck is easily stopped. It's by by combo. Like they have to board for combo and even then like against ad nauseum, like they'll go like duress before they go off and like you might have that one mind break trap or that one whatever and you they take it and then just go off and win now the, the list we're actually looking at the only thing i don't like about it is uh like the sideboard which we're not really going over the sideboard but what is this guy thinking with zero power blast i don't know i run four power blasts on my sideboard mainly due to the latest meta I probably won't run any uh, any in the new one. There, there's no re- because you 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 don't win with one for one in yourself with this deck. You win with just blowing your whole hand out, refilling your hand out, and swinging for like twenty in one turn. You just alpha strike someone. 
Like I've I've swung for twenty four on turn three with this deck, and they're like, "What?" And you're like, "Hey, it was fun playing. You should have stopped me." Well, I, I think you actually are going to need the uh, power blast on your sideboard, just because I think high tide's going to be all everywhere. Yeah, um, like, I agree. I'm actually kind of worried about high tide. Uh, I think I think you're going to see a lot of high tide, a lot of goblins, and a lot of merfolk and storm and storm. I think you're that's just. Why, this is why I'm playing Mud. Why do you four think a lot decks, of I have positive matchups. What was that? Why do you think a lot of Storm? Middle misstep. Because hurt Storm. Middle misstep, like destroyed tempo for that deck. Because Storm keeps really shitty land hands because they don't run a lot of lands. They'll go like they'll see like a land, a Dart Rit, uh, a Chrome Mox, and the Infernal Tutor they need. And if they're, they just try to blow it out right there on the spot. Like land, chrome mox, dart ritual, uh, infernal tutor, uh, popping my LED. Popping my LED in response, I'm gonna go grab, uh, ad nauseum, play ad nauseum, flip my whole deck over and kill you on turn one. Well, when you can misstep the dart ritual, you put them like three turns behind. And by that time, you've already got the board set up to where they can't rebound. And you've got either, if you're playing control, you have a top in play, and they can't beat a top because they go to rest. And you're like, okay, uh, uh, you always keep, like, the force of will on top or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I'm just, I haven't been excited about, so excited about Legacy for a while. Because I, I just keep thinking of one mana cost things that got just obliterated by that. Sensei's Divining Top. Yeah, that card's an absolute brick shit house. It's probably one of the best cards in the format. Grindstone. Almost not playable. Grindstone. Yeah, Grindstone. Painter Silver Grindstone is going to be such a deck again. Like, because you could just. I, I was watching. Sorry to segue again, but I was watching the stupidest shit ever. This guy had. Was playing like this jank, like blue black control deck. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes land painter or a land grindstone, and the guy goes misstep, and he's like, okay, and then he goes in a turn surgical extract your grindstone, <laughs> and the guy goes force of will, and he goes force you back, and the guy goes, let's go to game two. That's <laughs> it was cool. a blowout, but it was it was pretty cool. Uh, the 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 sideboards is going to be a little different trying to get used to a, a meta game, uh, but. Goblins, like, there's like 30 cards in Goblins that you can't change. And the lands are basically a lot of it. You have to run four Wasteland. You have to run four Rished Imports. Those cards allow you to win with Vile and not your mana. Yeah. You'll be sitting there just, you'll put someone four turns behind. Yeah. But uh, that pretty much wraps it up today. Uh, Kevin, do you have anything? Oh, wow, I almost forgot. Big ups. It's sad. I mean, you're ready to get home and play WoW. I, I understand. Am. Uh, we do. We don't do shout outs. We do big ups. Uh, we'll let you go first since you're the guest. And I've been talking mostly for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> More like an hour. <laughs> 16 minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah. Go ahead, Kevin. Uh, give up your uh, your big ups, bro. Uh, my big ups kind of go to all the judges that I've worked with at the last couple of SCG events. I think without them, Magic would be severely, severely less than what it is today. I agree. Anything else, bro? 
No, that, that's about it. Other than that, to everyone else at Game Theory here in the Raleigh area, you guys are awesome. I'll be judging tomorrow night at the pre-release. Oh, sweet, man. Uh, let all the Legacy players know about our podcast out there in Raleigh. Definitely, dude, definitely. I'll, uh, I'm actually planning, as soon as y'all put this up, my Twitter's going to my Facebook page, so it'll be linked there, and everyone out here will see it. Yeah, I uh, we're getting shirts made soon, very, very soon. Yeah, uh, Dude, as soon as y'all do, I will gladly wear one of those. I'm uh the the number I gave to the guy is uh ten of them right now. We might need to jack up that pri- that uh not the price the uh the number of shirts because apparently a lot of people are wanting them. Who? Uh, Goose. Come on. Me. You. <laughs> Kevin. Uh. uh Gavin. <laughs> Gavin said he wants one. Mark Rosewater. Mark Rosewater wants one. <laughs> Uh, uh, hey, what's your I'm sure if you guys can send me a couple out here, I can gladly find people that would love to have them. Yeah, man. A lot uh, of people have been looking for a good I, I, podcast to listen to. We're probably going to set up a PayPal account where people can just uh, buy yeah, them from us. I'm probably going to put my PayPal up and put a on uh, www.thescoopface.com. I'm probably going to make a page where you can uh, set up orders, and I will mail them out to you. Definitely, definitely. At, at no, like, I will not be making money off this. I'll be paying for the shipping and the the cost. Uh, but what's your big ups, Zach? Uh, I'm going to have to give it uh, big ups to Wizards of the Coast for finally banning Mental Mess Up. Let's give it a little round. Yeah. Uh, golf clap. Golf clap. Uh, big ups to Goose. Because he's always here. He's literally he been. Nothing. He's literally been here the entire he's time. Still playing Valakit. Fish bowling. Fish bowling. Uh, Valakit. That's like fish bowling hive mind. Come on. I'm going out with a bang. <laughs> he's going out with a bang. That's what she said. Oh, um, gross. And my final big up is probably going to be to my friend Keith. He's the one hooking me up with these shirts. Uh, he said uh, he's going to be doing some graphic stuff for us. Uh, just to improve a little bit, but uh, that's it for me. Uh, Day Day, what's your uh, big ups? Uh, my big ups are to my. <laughs> I'm sorry. My big ups are to Kevin Wallace for being a pretty legit guest, and also my big ups are to Goblin Lackey finally being the powerhouse he should be, and that's I think about it. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you later. Same bat channel, same bat time. Stop. I'm going to end the podcast right now.